0: hello and welcome to the korean beauty show podcast i'm your host lauren lee k-beauty expert founder of style story where you can shop Learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and your guide to what is going on in Korea right this minute. So, let us jump into the K Beauty news headlines for this week. And the first thing I saw that I thought you guys might be interested in seeing as well was that there is a new comedy in Korean film that is talking about K Beauty. It's one of the main themes, and the English name is Men of Plastic. So, it is is a comedy about how the K-beauty business began in Apgujong in Seoul. So if you aren't familiar with Seoul, Apgujong is in Gangnam, which is one of the most affluent districts in Korea. Very hoity-toity, lots of rich people, uh, lots of uh, luxury stores, boutiques, upmarket bars and restaurants. That's the kind of district we're talking about. But it's also famous for one other thing, and that is plastic surgery hospitals and skin care clinics so this new comedy is all about that and it's basically about a man who meets a guy that used to be one of the most talented plastic surgeons in Apgujong but he lost his license and the main character convinces this doctor to start a business with him saying that they can lead the global expansion of Gujong's plastic surgery business uh, so it is directed by Lim Ji soon. It is in cinemas in Korea at the moment. Uh, I'm not sure what the distribution will be like in terms of internationally. But hopefully if you're interested in watching Men of Plastic, you will be able to. I'm sure there'll be some way to be able to stream it or purchase it online or whatnot. You might just need to wait a little bit until the subtitles uh, get done. But I thought that one might be of interest. I know a lot of our listeners are also interested in Korean film, uh, cinema and things like that. So keep an eye out for that one. If that sounds like your kind of movie, if that sounds like your kind of I haven't myself seen it yet, uh, but I saw it getting a lot of press coverage in the news here. So I thought that some of our listeners for sure will want to go along and see that if you are based here, or otherwise, hopefully you'll be able to stream it somewhere. So that was the first one. The other thing that I thought that some of our listeners will definitely be interested to know, because we have many, many listeners in Germany at the moment is that the sale of Korean cosmetics in Germany is rapidly growing. So according to the GTA, Korea's export Of cosmetics to Germany in 2021 amounted to nearly $23 million, which was up 63.7% from the previous year. So it is safe to say that K Beauty is on the rise in Germany. I've noticed that we have more and more people tuning in to the show from Germany, and at Style Story, we have more German customers than ever before. So a big shout out to all of our German listeners. Now, you will probably be the best place to tell us what is trending. But this is what the news was reporting. They are saying that in the past, dark eye makeup was really popular in Germany, but today it is turning towards a more natural makeup look and has been following many of the trends in Korea. Things like Korean lip tints, lip stains, uh, and the Korean cushion products are apparently quite popular. Uh, and the reasons that they're giving is obviously cost effectiveness, which I think everyone agrees on that everywhere. Innovative, innovative ideas, uh, and you know, affordable prices compared to the quality. So great bang for buck, good value for money, is what the German consumers are apparently impressed with when it comes to Korean beauty products. The most popular ones apparently are lip tints, and stick-type sunscreens. So, our German listeners, you will have to get in touch with me. Come and let me know if that's accurate or not. Uh, I'm on Instagram at lauren.kbeauty. I know I have definitely, uh, some of our lovely German listeners have reached out to me in the past to tell me what's trending over there. So, I'm always interested to hear from you guys. And apparently, in terms of what is driving the trend and sales of Korean cosmetics, they're saying K-pop and K-drama are in increasingly more popular. And so people that are interested in those two things are sort of spreading the word to their friends and family and introducing them to Korean cosmetics as well. Uh, German consumers are apparently really interested in eco-friendly packaging and sustainability. And their three top ingredients are hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, and retinol. So come and find me on the gram. Let me know, are you interested in those kind of things, our German listeners? Is this correct this is not correct uh but i was really excited to see that being reported in korean in the korean uh cosmetic news headlines so there you go k-beauty on the rise in germany now on to this week's question of the week And I had a really interesting question uh, come through, and that was, is skin cycling a thing in Korean beauty? So if you spend any time on social media, if you hang out on TikTok or Instagram at the moment, and you follow maybe some uh, beauty influencers, skin influencers, dermatologists even, you'll notice, you probably will have noticed that skin cycling is all of a sudden everyone's talking about it, and this is how they do it. And a lot of people, Are incorporating Korean beauty products into their skin cycling routines. This is not really a thing in K Beauty. And the reason is that we don't generally use strong enough ingredients to warrant cycling through different things to give your skin the time for recovery like that. Korean beauty is definitely more about. a slowly, steadily, uh, bit by bit, day by day, rather than hit your face with something really strong and then recover from that. The closest thing I can probably think of that exists would be people going to a skin clinic to receive like a laser treatment or something like that. That's obviously quite popular here just because of how accessible it is. Dermatology is much, Easier to access here. There's no crazy wait times. I know, like in Canada, in Australia, in a lot of countries, it's really hard to even get an appointment with a dermatologist because there aren't enough compared to like the population. Uh, That's not a thing here. Luckily, there is a lot of competition. There are a lot of dermatologists. There are lots of deals and specials and things like that. So, going to a dermatologist or a skin clinic to have a laser or a treatment done. It's just not the big deal that it can be in some other countries. It costs a lot less here as well. So the closest kind of thing to skin cycling that I can think of would be the kind of products that people turn to after doing something like that. Uh, Those products tend to be a lot gentler. If you uh, go to a Korean dermatologist, they will tell you you should be using chaesang cream or chaesang quality products, which is uh, basically to regenerate the skin uh, and just treat it really gently after it's been through like the trauma of laser. So the popular brands for that tend to be the clinical ones that are stocked in clinic and they are not as easy to find overseas or buy uh, overseas. The brands that tend to uh, be sold in clinics are ones like Regurin, Estura, uh, Geroid, and Corthe. So they are all very popular here. I have used products from all of the different lines. I'm a big fan of Corthe products in particular. I think they're really good. Uh, they have really gentle, lovely products that are very good for newly lasered skin. Uh, and I personally find the Korean options to be much better than the Western products that I see people talking about with a skin cycling thing, like secalate or cicaplast. I wasn't particularly impressed by them. I'm not sure. They seem to have a crazy following. I think they they're just not as good as the Korean ones I've tried. That's that was my experience for for them. If you are looking on the cheaper end of the market here. You will sometimes see people recommending products like Yun or Etude House's Sunjong line as well. Some people also recommend Dr. Jart, but I don't actually think that Dr. Jart is a great option for post-laser skin uh, just because of how many extra ingredients, fragrance, and things like that. After you've had something like a laser or, you know, microneedling or things like that, you really need to be doing everything you can to prevent the chances of inflammation or irritation. Which is why those kind of um, pro- lines that are stocked in the skin clinics tend to be better for the, that kind of thing. They are to promote regeneration of the skin. Uh, so that is probably the closest thing that I can think of to skin cycling uh, would be you know loading up on in Korean we call it like a poresup, uh, which is like moisturization, hydration. That's the one thing you'll you'll be, be told if you do go and have anything done at a Korean clinic is. You need to be really careful with your Teseng quality, your re- regeneration treatment, uh, and that includes things like eating well. Uh, so they will often tell you, make sure you eat a lot of edgies, chicken breast, things like that. Watch your diet after your skin has been through like that kind of a trauma uh, because it's more of a 360 degree approach to the skin rather than just what you put on. And of course, very important to make sure that you are using a good sunscreen as well. Uh, so that is the closest I can think of. Not quite the same as skin cycling. Uh, But we do have, I guess, that kind of philosophy for regenerating the skin in Korean beauty. It's just that uh, for the day-to-day skincare, there's not the emphasis on really harsh actives or really high strength actives that would warrant needing you to cycle through different products. Uh, It's more when you go and have something done um, you know, at a skin clinic or something like that. That's what I would say. So I hope that's interesting. I hope that's useful. Uh, But Yeah, that is uh, my answer to the question. Now, we have a bunch of new products on the Style Story website from a brand called Axis Y. And this brand has been really trending lately. Uh, There's their Glow Spot Serum that we released onto our site earlier in the year has just sold out multiple times. It's been a really popular product. So we've expanded our line because people are really liking this brand. We now have their Spot the Difference Blemish Treatment up on the site. This is one of the kind of products that you can use specifically for your spots. So if you do get things like blemishes, pimples, or acne, and it basically dries out the spot without drying out the rest of your skin because you just apply it to the spot, which means it's suitable for lots of different skin types. Uh, This one is specifically formulated for acne, prone, oily, and sensitive skin, uh, and the gel that it comes in is infused with ceramide capsules as well to just help your skin barrier. When I use products like this, I usually tend to use them in tandem with like a pimple patch. So, I will apply my patch product and then This on afterwards, just to help the skin sort of bounce back a little bit quicker. So the spot the difference blemish treatment is up on the Star Story website now. The other one we have is the daily purifying treatment toner, and this one effectively cleans out anything that's stuck to your pores to basically get rid of dead skin, reduce irritation, and reduce the likelihood that you're going to end up with blemishes. So it's got zero point five percent BHA. So very nice and gentle to just gently exfoliate the skin and clear out those dead skin cells and it also has AHA and PHA in it as well and a little bit of centella asiatica just to help with soothing and this is a suitable formula for people that are vegan and also for people that are looking for cruelty-free products as well. The last new one, oh, sorry, no, we have two. We have two more. <laughs> we have their Skin Resolution Gel Mask, which features 2% niacinamide and centella. Uh, and this one is good for preventing trans-epidermal water loss, also vegan and cruelty-free. And then the last one is the Sarah Heart My Type Duo Cream. And this one is especially made for combination skin because it has two moisturizers in the one jar separated by like a barrier so that they don't mix in together. So there's a blue gel type cream which is specifically for the oily t-zone and then there's a thicker cream-based moisturizer for your drier u-zone. So that's why they've called it the My My Type Duo Cream because it's got the two different ones in it uh, and you can basically care for your oily bits and your dry bits at the same time. So if you're looking for a product like that go and check out the Sarah Hart my type, Duo Cream, uh, but four new products from Access Y up on the website at the moment. If you are a fan of that brand, then go and check them out. We also had some new reviews come through for products on the website, from some of our reviewers, so I will share them with you as well. The first one was a five-star review for Secret Keys Starting Treatment Essence. Now, if you're not familiar with this product, basically it looks Very similar to the SK2 treatment essence, they've done it up in a jar that looks basically like a a similar version of that, and that is because they are also using the star ingredient that's in that as well. So I think that this is one of those classic you can swap one for another and see which one you prefer, particularly if you're on a budget. This is extremely budget friendly compared to the SK2. Some people absolutely love their SK2, and you'll never be able to pry it out of their hands, and then other people. People try this and they're very happy with it, particularly given the price point. So our reviewer said, overall, this was a totally positive experience. I have used the secret key treatment before before but didn't stick with it long enough to see visible results. This time though, I have been using it morning and night and I am seeing a visibly brightening and younger looking appearance to my skin. Very impressed with this product and will definitely repurchase as necessary. It's a five star product. So thank you very much for that review. Uh, I myself have used this product before and I've used the SK2 product and look maybe I'm just, you know, don't have the refined palette when it comes to the first treatment essences. But I also was very impressed with the Secret Key one as well. I really liked the SK-2 one, but I thoroughly enjoyed the Secret Key one as well. So look, for me, I, I thought it was a five-star product as well. And that's just my personal opinion. You'll have to let me know if you have a strong preference one way or the other. The big thing for me with the SK-2 one was literally just the price. It's just so much to spend on a product. Uh, my mother-in-law actually gifted me that product she received it from someone else I think and she was like look I'm not going to use this Uh, she's just not that into skincare so she gave it to me I really enjoyed it but once it was done I'm like I can't really justify going out and buying another bottle so until someone gives me my next bottle I probably I'm the type that would just stick to a cheaper one that's just my personal (laughs) my personal experience with having used both of those products Now, our other review that we had, a new review come through, was for Jellycos Cinnamon Toast Sugar Scrub Foam 5 star review and our reviewer said At first impression I thought this was going to have a strong fragrant smell to it but I was surprised to notice that it didn't I have terrible ha- acne and dry 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 skin and this product worked wonders it left my skin feeling soft and not flaking like some other facial scrubs I've been using this product twice a week for 3 w- weeks and I've seen a change in my hyperpigmentation So, there you go. I mean, dull skin definitely can, you know, if you can't exfoliate it properly, it can definitely uh, make your skin look duller overall. So, I'm really happy to hear that our reviewer enjoyed that. Uh, And remember, don't forget to leave your reviews for the products that you purchase on our website because we give you points for them. Uh, We don't care what you write. You can write whatever you want. You can give it a one-star review if you must. You can give it a three, four, five-star We will still give you the points that you can uh, exchange for cash next time you shop with us. And that's just because we really see the value in your reviews to help other people and guide other people about what you like about the product, how you're using it. Uh, If you've got any little tips and tricks up your sleeve that you think other people need to know or would like to know, they're really, really helpful for just the community in general, for people looking through to see what they might want to buy and what might not be the right fit for their skin as well. Uh, I definitely love checking the reviews and seeing how people are using them. So thank you very much to everyone that has done that. And uh, if you do, I may even read it out on the show. Okay, so on to the final segment for this week, and that is the recommendation of the week. Now, it has been a while since I last recommended a K-drama for you, and that is because I'm quite picky when it comes to my K-dramas. I don't want to recommend just any old thing. There are so many dramas out there. Not all of them are as good as the other ones. I think I, having watched so many dramas over the years, I can safely say that, but this one... I'm actually really enjoying, and it is also on Netflix. So hopefully a lot of you will be able to access it as well, and that is under the Queen's Umbrella. Uh, so this is a saguk, which is uh, basically a historical drama. That's the category uh, that they call saguk. And it stars Kim Hesu as the queen. So she's the queen in uh, the Joseon dynasty. And then the other really famous actress that is in this is Kim Hesuk, and she is the queen dowager, which is basically like the king's mom. So this is her mother-in-law. Uh, and it's a combination of of historical fiction. I don't think it's based on real characters or anything like that. And it's a black comedy as well. Uh, and it, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to give any spoilers, but it covers quite a, a few topics that are maybe a little controversial, a little unexpected for Korea. Uh, so I've been pleasantly surprised by that. Uh, the Queen, who is played by Kim Hae soo is just a really, really great character. Uh, she plays her very well and it is Shot beautifully it is like very picturesque the costumes are beautiful um I'm really really enjoying this and that is a welcome change because the last couple of dramas I've watched I'm just like I've struggled to get past a few episodes but this one has me captivated so far so I would love to recommend this one to you as well uh let me know what you think let me know if you are enjoying it but hopefully this is a good one that you might be able to add to your list if you a little bit of time up your sleeves in the holidays. Hopefully you're taking a a short break from work at some point in time over Christmas and New Year. This might be one just to check it out and see if it's your jam as well. But I've been thoroughly enjoying it. I will link to it in the show notes for today's episode so that you can check it out and see if you think it might be uh, a good one for you as well. All right, I am going to leave it here and wrap up for today. I will be back in your ears next week. And until then, I will see you on Style Story.